Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me as always are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. Mashku. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. And then that voice you just heard was P Feature. Hello, Internet. And, I mean, he's here, so I'm going to say his name, Baby Huey. What's going on? 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 And then, there, and then, and then, and then, Mauer. Beep you, mother beepers. Whoa. Such vitriol. Yo, this is what happens when you spend too much time in comment sections. That's what Mauer is. Mauer is the, Mauer's what happens when you live in a comment section. Ass hat, mother beeping, pieces of shit. Comment section conquistador. Yeah, comment section comrade. He was the hoodie. Now he's the comment section. Listen, there's a bunch of Clint's out there. Clint, He's a right. Gen Z Daily Wire show. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a Clint, everyone. Don't be uh, a Clint. Most people don't get that reference. I don't. <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> like, you got to be, for those who have listened to this show for years, may get that one, but most of you, <laughs> most of you are lost. Fun fact, no, that's more than just the, uh, uh, what you call it? The Corpse Crew guys. That's an actual thing that people call each other on the internet now. A Clint? Yeah, like a... because the L and the I next to each other look like a U. Ha! Ah, hysterical. So they can get away. So the algorithm they doesn't get away with it. Funny. Very funny. Okay. All right. Wow. Well, well played, internet. Well played. That's where... Don't be a Clint. That's what happens when you spend too much time in the comment section. So oh, you learn about yeah, stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> this is Sons why Mauer's always mad. So, with that being said, you know, welcome to the show. What are we talking about this we week? Got, we got stuff. We got stuff. But I, I kind of want Mauer to go first just to get his vitriol out so we can have an <laughs> enjoyable show at the end. Just just get that out of the way. So, I mean, I want to talk about the Super Suns trailer. Um, that's that's on my my list for today. What's What, what do you guys got? Well, uh, I thought it'd be nice if maybe we talked a little bit about what we're reading these days. Since on this, this show, is, yeah, get out know, of here. Since it's a comic book <laughs> podcast, right? Mashka took the easy way out. He's like, I don't have a topic. My topic is going to be making you mother beepers talk. Yeah, you, Ding. you guys go read some <laughs> stuff, and I'll introduce you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good point. Son of a bitch. All right. What about features? What are you talking? Uh, I will be talking a little bit about. Nate. It doesn't matter what you're talking uh, about because I'm angry. It 100 does. It 100 does. Try that again, features. Yeah, so I'm going to be talking a little bit about Namor today. You know, that guy who became first, the first. That really shitty Namor in the MCU we're going to get, or the shitty Namor in the comics? I can't, I can't tell which one. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's true. 
but <laughs> <laughs> but you know, look, he, Namor, Namor's like Fantastic Four. He gets respect just because he's, he's the, fabulous. He's the first of a few things, but that's about as far as it goes. Yeah, we'll be touching a little bit on the, the MCU version of Namor, and uh, it might even span a little bit into the comic version. Who knows? We'll get there. Get out of here. All right. And then, uh, Huey, what do you got for us? I'm talking some toys. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Let me know when that happens. I'll take a nap. Uh, all right. Wow. Let's start with Mauer. Let's get that, let's get that venom out, buddy. Let's get, you, let's get you smiling by the end of this episode. All right. Well, uh, the, the venom's coming from a few different places. So the first place, as we all know, his heart, his soul. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Superman and Lois had their season finale. It was a shorter season because of the pandemic. We've talked about it before. They had to stop so many goddamn times on re, you know, filming this season that they just got to a good spot. They told the story. It was 15 episodes that were all solid, no filler, all killer, and. uh <laughs> You couldn't help yourself, could you? Mauer's cutting promos over he there. Could, he, he, you know, the, you can he actually, if you go back and just rewind a little bit, you can hear the moment he decided to add killer. <laughs> you can hear the yeah. thought process. There was a little bit of a pause. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do it." <laughs> I've been listening to some 41 lately, and you know that's where it came yeah, from. You know so, what? Underrated. Very underrated. Some 41 is very underrated. Anyway. Glad he's healthy now. But anyway. Um, at the end of Superman and Lois, uh, we have Superman back fully powered. They blocked the worlds from merging. It was just a great show. And then at the end, we got Diggle. Which is always fun. How's that? Always ever, fun, that's right? never a bad thing. Ever. Well, Diggle confirmed that Superman's the only hero on that planet. Meaning. No, it was, it was uh, General Lang. Or General Lang. There's only one hero on there. And then Diggle comes over. So where's he from? Well, it's a different Diggle. It's a different planet. Who gives up about it? We thought that from the beginning, just the way everything was interacting. And right. this now gives them the opportunity to reintroduce every character from the Arrowverse in their own way without the baggage and beep-ups that they've done over the years and go forward with it. When we do have the Diggle scene at the end, he goes to Steel, and you know, basically he's talking about a mission for him. It seems like they're going to set up a Steel show that might replace Legends of Tomorrow, where he can go and do different things and maybe interact with people, which is cool. If you've watched the show, John Henry has become a pretty good character on his own. His daughter's character has become really good. Seeing him team up with other heroes on a smaller scale team, almost like... A Legends of Tomorrow meets, not Suicide Squad, but just like a military arm of that for his character would be really cool. Yeah. Follow, follow the Superman storyline. And then who knows, maybe we get Stephen Mel back as the Green Arrow. Notice I said Green Arrow because in this world, nothing's ever happened. So he could just be hiding and just pop up like, yep, I'm the Green Arrow. Maybe. Because in season one, when Diggle came on the first time, he did mention that Oliver sacrificed himself. So I just want to know what happened. If this is a whole new universe, a whole new world, what Oliver sacrificed himself and All right. Well, let me let me ask you a question, baby Huey, because I'm yeah. I'm in, I'm in between the both of you. Like I do agree that Superman is such a good new start that it should begin something new. Uh uh 
is the answer to that question more important than a fresh start? No. I was asking Baby Huey, but thank you, man. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he was taking 45 seconds to give a yes I already, or no I already, answer. Because he was thinking, he could think. Let the man think. It's okay. I know where you stand. <laughs> Look, I, I'm okay with this. Shut up, Baby Huey. We don't care. No. <laughs> I'm on your side, Mauer. Be you. <laughs> you can talk then. <laughs> Listen, remember, I always thought the show was taking place in the hourverse in the you know distant future. You know, so because of, uh, of the lack of references. So I'm completely okay with it being on a different world. They made a small reference to Oliver. I just want to know what that is. That's all. It was a mistake is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's be, so can we talk about the elephant in the goddamn fucking room right Jesus. now? Jesus. Wow. Script writers. Bro, can we, can we keep him off the internet for just a little bit <laughs> for blood pressure? Script writers are allowed to make mistakes. Just because they made a mistake doesn't mean we all have to be like, well, that now needs to be explained. No, just forget the mistake was happened and let the goddamn show move on. Like, yeah, you all know, these, we, like, well, there's a plot hole there. There's a plot hole there. Yes, it's a plot hole. Somebody didn't think about that or right. it wasn't planned to be a sequel later. And one line can, can rectify that plot hole. That's all. Or you can just never address it and then pretend like it doesn't ever happen. You don't have to put something up to fix it. Here's the the problem with what we're talking about gets you dr- the last Jurassic World movie. Spending all your time trying to fix mistakes gives you a subpar movie when you know the potential was there for something grand. That's the downside of it. The upside, if done well, it's beautiful. The cohesion, like, look at the MCU for 10 years did it beautifully. Uh, but you look at something like Jurassic World and the last movie could have been great, but it spends the half the movie trying to fix mistakes. So it does what you're saying, baby Huey, lines of dialogue. But instead of dialogue, we got stupid giant bugs. Like it was dumb. <laughs> but even in the MCU, there's still things where they go, well, we're going to ignore that. Like this actress played two characters. That's Marvel. Why aren't you addressing that? That's Marvel like, in a nutshell. DC doesn't do it as much. When there's too many continuity errors, DC reboots. So my issue, that's just the first thing. People think it's not connected. And they're like, well, we were waiting for this payoff for things to be connected. And now why am I even watching the show? If the only reason why you're watching these shows is because they could be connected to something else, go screw yourself. Well, to be, go fair, somewhere else. to be fair, that's the only reason I'm watching Miss Marvel. To be fair, that's it. <laughs> so Superman, I don't think, deserves that kind of treatment. But there are shows where that is true. But no one ever said from the beginning... This is part of a bigger universe. Ms. Marvel, they did. Except for the show did and made a mistake and did yeah, that. I mean, there's there's a huge difference between Marvel and DC right now. DC doesn't know what the heck it's doing, so it needs to start fresh from Which somewhere. Which isn't a bad thing. Is that right? I, I think it. Right. I think they should completely, I've said it time and time again, reboot, recast everything with the exception of Superman and Lois. Oh, yeah. What people are forgetting to realize is there's also an entire new company in charge of these shows. Mm-hmm. Yes, with Superman to, at the focus, which I'm so excited yeah. about. Yes, they have to cut their losses somewhere, and they have to analyze what's working, what's not, and what do they need to do. And it's going to take some time. And nobody's watching the Harrowverse shows. Their ratings have been dropping every single week. Didn't, wasn't Flash supposed to end this season and just got renewed for a ninth? Correct. And I just read how they had to spend the final two weeks of shooting, redoing the final two minutes of the uh, episode. Do you think that's because the CW just has nothing else going on, so they're going to milk that for one more season if they can? A few of the shows that they were going to be putting on, and this is inside baseball heart, got delayed due to COVID. They need some filler. This is a show that's already, like, they it's don't have to do anything show. to fill it. Yeah, there's enough of a yeah, fan The base. cast is already there. The crew's already there. It does have a fan base. 
I have a feeling what they're going to do is just use it to explain Superman being its own universe. What if this? What if they made this? What if they made this season to replace Ezra? <laughs> what if this is? What if this? They they still put the Ezra movie out in the theaters, but they're like, but at the same time, this is going on, and that would be perfect. <laughs> have Grant Gusson uncontrollably run into the Speed Force, and all of a sudden, he's the new Flash. <laughs> he just shows up at the very end of the movie and just yeah. ends up standing where the actual Flash was where Ezra, and Ezra just explodes and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> M- Menti, since you're, you're more of a Flash fan than most of us are here, um, Cobalt Blue. Oh, no. They're bringing him in? His brother? He was the teaser at the end of the se- no. season. Who cares? No. Let's get back to people that's hating on TV shows nine, right now. That's, that's nine seasons of this. So, yeah, Barry had a brother named Cobalt Blue and he's dumb. <laughs> All right, so... There are literally groups of people out there, though, that are bashing shows that aren't connecting and bashing the people that don't watch every show because it could be connected. What happened to... I think that's the problem, Mauer. You take these comments personally to you. Well, it's affecting shows because the monkeys behind uh, creating shows and movies and all that go by the loudest voices, not the smartest voices. And the dollar. Hence Hence, we got the Snyder Cut. Which was good. Because there wasn't And as... it worked. Ugh. Don't do that. We actually did Snyder need the was... Snyder Cut. Snyder Cut was good. <laughs> Snyder Cut. And there's also rumor that the Snyder Cut might come back because of the, the new heads that you're talking about. Yeah, well. So. It got crushed in records by everything else on... Uh, it was one of the lowest viewed things on HBO Max of all time. I mean, okay. it was still four hours. A lot of people weren't yeah. trying to dedicate four hours at a time for the Snyder Cut. <laughs> <laughs> it was mostly us. <laughs> uh, but it was mostly us, yeah. We all watched it twice. It took, took four days. <laughs> <laughs> but we need more standalone shows. We need more not listening to... I don't want to call them not fans. We need a, The Shuckies need a new term. The continuity queens if you will like <laughs> i like that one like their purpose in watching all of this content isn't about the content it's because they like the way things connect that and you they can throw see a stick it, figure up there they don't see it as an individual property they don't see superman as right. an individual property they see the Arrowverse as a story so like the rise of the world who is a sucker for continuity his his <laughs> love of continuity is 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 more important than the love for any individual property he would watch 20 different shows that all suck big donkey dongs just because they're connected you're spending too much time in these comment sections <laughs> you're, you're but, you but seriously dongs. he will watch <laughs> he will watch stuff that he doesn't even like just because it's connected and i'm sorry there's too much content out there now to waste time on shit that you don't like. Yeah, no, I agree. You should absolutely watch what you enjoy. You should absolutely Speaking watch what of you enjoy. that, Ms. Marvel is completely off my watch list. I don't care what happens. Yeah, I'm still there because I because I want to, you know, have an opinion for this show that I do. Um, but past that, <laughs> past that. I'm but your not, opinion could just be, I'm not watching it. It's crap. It's not for it me. It could be, but I would rather have an informed opinion for those who are like you who don't want to have an opinion. Do you see how that I feel a need? you don't feel a need with episode four there was an actual progression of story and there was some action and it moved the pacing was was still geared towards 12 year old girls no it wasn't it's not wasn't it's not the the whole high school aspect i honestly i i find that as a is a fault of the show i I do find that they're 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 pulling away from what made kamala khan great Mm -hmm. 
Um, there, was, there was a comment, or I made a comment. They don't care about Kamala Khan. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago, where this the the director or writer or whatever said the story is going to take a dark turn. So hopefully we're seeing that in episode four and moving on. That'll keep me at least watching it. But I'm I'm a little bit more on your end. The with, downside eh. is it's starting to feel like they want to create a ideology, ideological, a mythological, ideological yeah, version of the Avengers. Like they want to have the the Asian mythology representation. They want to have the 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 Muslim mythology representation with jinns with Miss Marvel. They want to have the Egyptian mythology representation with uh, you know Amet and all them. It's like they're pulling instead of being Marvel centric and using these things as as ways to build up that story. <laughs> they're using the characters as a tour guide to introduce us to mythology You're from around the world. You're giving them too much credit no, uh, for doing it for the ideology. No, they part. legit. Legitimately what just they said really that want, Marvel, there was an interview that just sure. came out where they said that's yep, that's what they're saying. The what they really want is that market of people to give them money. Oh, sure, sure, and they think that's going to work, and it <laughs> did. <laughs> they don't care about the representation no, itself. Rem- yeah. They care about the Remember money. Remember when they said, "Yeah, that's why, that's why I'm saying it's starting to feel like like it's it's there." I, I hate to say it this way, but it's starting to feel a little Zordani. <laughs> where it, it is, where all of a sudden the the yellow the rangers, yellow the rangers Asian yeah, one. exactly. That's how it's starting to feel. Now we've got. Aztec Namor features. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me what you think. He cut himself off. This is great. <laughs> um, it's a great segue, too, by the way. But uh, honestly, the, the, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's something to process. It, it can be done. What is it? <laughs> the, the, the whole Aztec Namor Atlantean thing. So there was a leaked image of product released. Features forgot to tell you about the the the, the beginning part of the story. You went straight to went the punchline. Right into it. <laughs> we got our first look of the actor portraying Namor in a somewhat traditional stylized version of Aztec wear with the gold and the bright colors and the uh foo-foo winged booties and a headdress. And it, it looks... It doesn't look bad. It doesn't look like Namor. Yeah. yeah. It, looks it looks like, like Namor, it, but it doesn't look... You know what I mean? It's like... It's 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 those what-if thing stories. What if Namor? <laughs> like... And it, but and Namor, Namor fits the mold. He's a character that nobody... Well, features, but not many people <laughs> care about. So you can do that. You can take... Yeah. You can use him as the tour guide. They're, they're moon knighting him. Yeah. They just feared doing something Atlantis because another... Well property already killed atlantis well here's the thing doing it really really well here's the thing about that it's it's almost impossible to not do atlantis because that's where namor is based now they are from except now he's based from central a forgotten sunken aztec city right still be atlantis it could still be atlantis but they're not going to call it atlantis it it might be so i i was uh i had a conversation with minty uh was earlier it was last night where I was we were uh, reflecting on uh, Black Panther, where Claw, where Claw's telling, uh, the what's the, the agent guy's name? He's telling him he's like he's like you remember the the city the lost city of El Dorado and all these things. He's like it's not there. It's it's in Wakanda. But that brief mention he could have been referring to where Namor might originally be hailing from, and also. Part of part of Namor's origin is that his father is, is actually not that different from Aquaman. His father conceives him with uh, the princess. Yeah, Aquaman ripped from him Atlanta. off. But keep going. Right. 
But um, don't have to be first to be the best. Be, yeah, but, you're, but you also <laughs> you also looked over at somebody's test and got an A, or they got a B minus. Because <laughs> <laughs> you improved on a few things that they screwed up. Yeah, one <laughs> being wings on the ankles. First flying superhero. See, he say what you want. Stupid, stupid. He's got abs of steel to make pull that off, but he's the first flying superhero. And, and it'd be funny to actually see that in the in the theaters. But anyway, uh, <laughs> it will be funny to see that in the theaters. <laughs> Part of it is. I didn't uh, think about that. How dumb that's gonna look. <laughs> what I think they might do, and this is just a thought, they could simply change the origin of Namor's Namor's father, which is simply uh, Leonard McKenzie, who was a captain of uh, captain of a boat. They could change his origin to being. Uh, I'm already bored. Mexican. Sounds like Aquaman. Essay. Exactly. Yo, Aqu- Here's the problem <laughs> you guys, I ran you guys into. Forget this. Aquaman sounds like Namor. A lot. Like, yeah, get but, it right. <laughs> but but you're forgetting something. The people watching these movies, they don't know. Don't that. care. They've already seen Aquaman. So Marvel's yeah, in a bad spot where they have. But it doesn't change it. It's still the truth. Whether or not they're they're well, you let me they finish? have an uninformed opinion. <laughs> Marvel is running into the problem where their fan base, their marketing is to don't care about the comics and have already seen that movie in Aquaman more than likely. That's why the myth- doesn't matter that they were, they were first. They can't tell that same story again. That's why the mythology aspect that we were talking about before is so important to them now. Right. And it works. That's hundred percent. Why that Go ahead. It'll work. For, it'll work for Namor. I believe it will work for Namor. It might be weird at first, especially if, if you just because you're a, what? <laughs> a mark for Namor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, N- Namor's gonna suck just like Moon Knight did. I mean, <laughs> wow. gonna be, let's be—it's gonna be goddamn Cause, terrible. Because here's the thing: Moon Knight, Moon Knight actually had good books. Namor didn't. <laughs> so, it, like, you know, you Namor's know what? Actually, coolest book actually, is a Black Panther book. Actually, oh well, he was—he was really great during the incursions, and so I mean, that that could be cool. Um, but what actually could happen is because we know how good moon knight could or should have been we were disappointed we won't have that same feeling for namor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we won't have that same connection so whatever namor we get could be the best namor we've ever seen he he could be the atlantis marvel version of of mcu captain marvel who is still the best captain marvel and that's only because captain marvel books tend to suck which also i know you guys don't like namor like that but Having him in the MCU could open up a lot of rich history. He's connected to Celestials. He's connected to even uh, the the comic version is. Who knows what the hell they're gonna well, do? No, with you could it's... you could say the Eternals movie is the reason why we have uh, Namor. Yeah, that could be the reason the city sunk. All things considered, because we do have the the Celestials, and that is part well, of the reason why say... Atlantis is underwater. When the when the Earth was impregnated with the with Tinicum, what's the name? Tinicum. Tinnitus. Titus. Tinnitus. Tinnitus. Samson. There's a ringing in my ear. <laughs> Boom. Tough acting, tinactin. <laughs> but you could say that that was the reason Rest that Atlantis peace. sunk in the first place. So you could you could still tie it into Here's the, the big issue, though. You can't go too deep because he's just a character in a movie that also has to explain why Black Panther is not there. Mm. Yes, that's, that's true. true which that's I don't, true. I don't believe that's we're going to get a full-on... Uh, origin story for namor it depends mm. on how how well received the character is in wakanda forever so we're gonna have a new character guys with a convoluted backstory <laughs> that's not going to be explained guys. in a movie without its star that's going to introduce other characters you're so you're you're missing the mark here it's a disney plus show on the way mm. you're right he won't get an origin and then he'll get a disney plus show that that and come on now <laughs> come on now and a disney it's plus show might work better for him it more might marvel work better garbage. for him i mean also it's not marvel garbage like look <laughs> 
even the aspects that are, are not good, there's still more good about it than bad. Like, Moon Knight is not the best show, but there's still a lot of great things about it. Would a Moon Knight accurate to the comics have been better? 100%. Is Miss Marvel awful? No, not at all. Is it is Miss Marvel in the comics better? Absolutely. Yes. But it doesn't make it terrible. It just makes it not what I would want. Let me let me ask you a question. Yeah. And and put your put your Disney executive uh hats on for a second. I need money. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, well that's what, what makes us money. <laughs> what continent is there or which which continent make up for hating Jewish which people. continent Sorry. does not have a superhero coming from it currently in the MCU? Antarctica. I was about to say that Antarctica doesn't. <laughs> Um, Which is where we're going to get X Men guaranteed uh, uh, the Savage. There's going to be a whole Leprechaun Banshee uh, (laughs) Ireland one. (laughs) It's going to happen for X Men. I said continent, not country. Well, Uh, you know, it's a whole island. Anyway, South South America. (laughs) Yeah, more so like actual South America, not you know the the upper. I.e. the Aztecs. Exactly. So you know, there's a giant population of people who Australia doesn't have any who can now. Oh, well, and that's you. You're, you're, no, you're 100. You're you are so on point, dude. Because this is the first yeah. 10 years of Marvel was exploring Marvel lore, right? right. It used the names mm-hmm. of Marvel stories. It was more about Marvel lore. It. Now it is not about Marvel lore. That is not the theme anymore. The theme is mythology, and it starts with Thor. Thor proved it could be done. Black Panther did it a little bit further. And then remember when they said Shang Chi is an experiment? I don't think they meant. I don't think they meant uh, COVID. I think they meant the fact that they were using Asian mythology to tell his story. Oh, that's 100% what they meant. And mm-hmm. it 100% worked. It, and it's they a wanted to example. see if they could capture yeah, that Asian market. So then they were yeah. like, all right, let's do this with, with lesser known characters. So Moon Knight's on the way. Miss Marvel's <laughs> on the way. Now, shows that connect to legacy stuff will still have be Marvel-centric. She-Hulk will be Marvel-centric, um, like Hawkeye was. Uh, Armor Wars will be Marvel-centric. But anytime they release new characters, Namor included, it's going to be tied into mythology from different areas to pull in new fans that weren't just Marvel fans. Because Marvel, Marvel fans, the comics have kind of let us down. You know what I mean? Like to be fair, they're not they're they're not grabbing Marvel fans the way that they did. You mean MCU they, fans? Yes, 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 yes. But the the way that the way that they can kind of circumvent that and get more interest people interested is by playing towards the mythology uh, connected to uh, all the different cultures around the planet. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's an easy in and an easy way to expand on what we're seeing from Marvel at the moment. Is it better than Marvel Comics have been? No. No. Is it bad? No. It's not. It can be both. It can be not as good and still good. Hey, South America, you don't see yourself represented? <laughs> Here's this brand new shiny that's the South thing that, American character. Right, that's the part that mm-hmm. feels it feels bad. Like It feels weird because you know uh, yeah. that we're eventually going to get an Avengers team, which is going to be felt mate. like... Down there in Australia, <laughs> right. you don't got a character? <laughs> we'll throw another shrimp on You're the right. barbie. It's, it's, that's uh, where what, Gambit's going to come from. Dude, oh, no. Uh, you know what no. they're going to do? <laughs> no. Dude, they're going to do... Um, in Russia, what was the, we create superhero it, from vodka. They're going to do a worldwide 50-state initiative. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. They're going to do a uh, Captain America. So, well, you'll get, you're going to get a team created of, of heroes from around the world, but it's going to feel like Power Rangers. (laughs) And that's, that'll be their new Illuminati. Well, uh, hmm. That's an idea. That's not a best. There's an idea there. It'll be their world. Black Panther and Namor right off the bat are on that team. Are they in there? And then 
Captain. You put Shang Chi on that team, right? Doesn't I mean you could doesn't, but doesn't make sense to com- to comic lore, but to MCU lore, okay, that could kind of make sense. Also, I want to add that was smart enough to park cars is now one of the smartest people in the world. <laughs> well, it's not that he's the smartest people in the world. He just has connection to a plane of existence that no one else does. It's the same thing with Miss Marvel and her connection to hard light. Oh, no, I get it for them, but that's not what the Illuminati is. Oh, no, the Illuminati. No, no, the Illuminati. Honestly, if they call it the Illuminati. That's a dumb idea just because it's going to freak people out. <laughs> there are a lot of conspiracy theorists who will go, see, they're putting it in front of our faces. It's a new and world those order. People they're should doing drink it now. Some bleach. <laughs> What if all this is just a, a time spending thing to get to Fantastic Four and what that? Oh, it could I, be. I agree that's this the case. Is, this is where I'm getting at. The thing that that having Namor in Wakanda Forever does it could add a a, a few a slew of few new characters as well because Pew. I know I, I definitely messed Pew. that up. Slow um, flu. <laughs> but we could puberty is hard. A flu of slow flus. <laughs> we could very well be getting the Doom War storyline, which would introduce Doctor Doom, which, Dope. which Dope. also because of other other uh, which Howard Stern's going to play. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. <laughs> other Atlanteans that are also Jeez. being introduced inside of this, which Namora, which is Namor's cousin, and Atuma, who is also a, a villain Real in the books. Name. Well, you know they will. They're hundred percent going to expand on because of the and you know what it, and you know why, Mister Mauer, because of the popularity of Aquaman. Mm-hmm. You know who we're gonna get? We'll get Splash. 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 That that chick from uh, isn't that her name? Uh, what was her name? Is it not Splash? It's not Splash. The she's she was they, they, they created she was her. What was her name? Photo. You know who, exactly who I'm talking about with the wings. Yeah. When I talk about she got like the 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 fishtails. Um, what is her name? Oh my goodness. Feature, stop laughing. And tell so, me what her name is. I'm sorry. This, I can't, oh my goodness. Um, moist. Was it? It wasn't splashed. Moist. Come on, man. Wave. 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 Thank you. Moist. Is it wave? I was thinking current. It wasn't current, but wave. So we'll get wave. We're 100 percent gonna get wave. Yeah. Um, wave to the moistness <laughs> of the wet moist. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so like Just... Mauer never started ASMR channel. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm you whisper and I get more tense. <laughs> but something that this also does canonically is introduce Namor as the first mutant. Makes features moist. Will you let this man finish? Their arch nemesis paper towel. <laughs> Jeez. All right, features. You can go. <laughs> Thank you for giving him permission. <laughs> But the it, air, the a- ego of this man is amazing. <laughs> it also canonically introduces Namor as potentially being the first mutant in the MCU, much like he was in the comics, which is cool. Yes. No one cares. Yes, they yes, we do. We want mutants. Every you, here's the thing, Mauer. <laughs> I agree that nobody knows, but they 100 percent care. They care too much. If to go back to what you were saying before, <laughs> this is the comment section that you were bitching about just a moment ago. They absolutely care. And this, will, too much. this also plays into the, the fact thing. that they we said believe... in the middle of the ocean they felt the earthquakes. Right. And now they're going to put him in South America. That has America. nothing to do with the, the fact that an earthquake happened on the planet. They don't all have to be connected, Mauer. You made that point earlier. Oh, hold on. But there was a line. <laughs> Speaking of connection. <laughs> there was a line. South America and Africa were connected at one point in the yeah. world. Mm-hmm. But again, it, the Celestials they impregnated Earth. They better explain Earth. that line. Celestials yes. impregnated Earth. So that could be your 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 damning of Atlantis right there. Boom. So that's where it penetrated Pan- the crust and boom, oh, Pangea nice. time. They made sure it was moist enough so it could get in. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Is there an antihero? 
that's, that's named wet nap <laughs> wow not quite evil not quite good moist's enemy and, arid and sleepy listen um by the time well, this- let's go back to the look of the character i think they could have done better they tried going too close to the comic version of it, and that doesn't play well. Yeah, they don't need the speed over. We don't need they just the speed. They should have done the one in the black and blue. But yeah, it, it, the vest. I like yeah, that one. The, pan, the pants and the vest. I like that 100%. one. 100%. But, you know, he looks a lot like Aquaman looks like right now, so that's probably why they didn't do it. Right. But you know what? <laughs> They've got to be so pissed that one, Aquaman came out before them. Two, Aquaman became really, really popular. So now they're like, Dude, shit. They're not pissed about that at all because Aquaman was has always been more popular than Namor, except for when he, <laughs> except for when he first came out. Like, let's be honest. Be real. When there was it's no true, Aquaman, Namor true. was popular. But Superman and Batman owned the owned everything so aquaman was a guaranteed shoe in over namor but they let they let dc test the waters on whether or not aquaman one of the dumbest characters mm-hmm. could be popular and he was so now they open up the floodgates pun intended for a namor. <laughs> all right oh, <laughs> now that we're done moistening your ear holes you oh, just want to say moist is that all this is why because there's people out there that don't like that word oh, i get it i get it <laughs> I, but Mauer is the only person who wants to torture the people who listen to our show. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> but guys, Mauer, also, Mauer. also want to put back in because we this is Disney. We're probably going <laughs> to get stop it, stop it. Let him finish. <laughs> We're probably going to get more than one costume. Yes. Oh, definitely. 100%. And they're all going to suck. Uh, right. No, they the, the, dude. The 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 revamped Moon uh, Namor outfit is awesome. Yes. Not the not the speedo one. The, the, the speedo one no, yes, I but don't like. Put that through the eye of a fabulous fashion designer looking at Aztec. <laughs> Yeah, you get the moon, dude. You can say what you want about how the Moon Knight costume in, enveloped him and became Spawn, but he looked dope. Like, the Moon Knight costume is awesome looking. Yeah, it's just I don't like the fact that they made him Spawn. I don't like the fact that they made him fly. But and the mummy, there really go. And the, yeah, he's the Spawn mummy. He's the Spummy. 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 All right. Menti, what you got? Uh, I want to talk about Super Sons because first off, the (sighs) the animated trailer just dropped, and I didn't know this was a thing then. And the animation, we'll just get that out of the way because I know we're going to be torn on that. I'm I'm cool with them trying something new, but it seems like a bad video game from the from the early 2000s. You Mm. know what I mean? It makes my favorite Spider-Man cartoon. Feeling nostalgically mm, better. Good call. It does feel like the old Spider-Man, the MTV one. Yeah, with Neil Patrick Harris yes. and Lisa Loeb. It, Lisa Loeb was on that. She was like, MJ. Stay that Lisa Loeb. Yeah. Is it really? <laughs> no <Yeah>. way. <laughs> I had no clue. That's so funny. Anyway, that cast was super dope. So, the reason I wanted to talk about this is that I'm hoping this is a fix for a mistake that they made in DC Comics at the time, which is to age up Jonathan Kent as fast as possible. I don't know if you guys agreed with me at the time. I don't remember. But when Rebirth was coming out and they did the you know the whole story of Jonathan helping merge the Supermans together and Jonathan's Kent of the he could scrape his knee and he accidentally killed his cat because he didn't know how to control his powers. Remember, like, yeah, he tried to get his cat out of a tree and his laser eyes happen and he kills his cat and he freaks out because he doesn't know he's Kryptonian. Killed my but cat. He did. He did. Straight up murdered his cat. But my point is, is that made his character so good is that he was because of his half human DNA and. Uh, it made him very interesting, and you rooted for him. And then 
John, not uh, Brian Michael Bendis wanted to put him on that Legion's team when he was taken yep. when he took over that. So they aged him up with the Doctor Oz story with uh, Superman's dad was evil and like part Kryptonite or whatever the hell that was. Um, and then they made him a teenager almost immediately, and then he sucked. Like he, I should say, he sucked. He just wasn't good. He didn't care about him anymore. Part of like part of the Superboy story is the kid learning how to use his powers with someone like Damian Wayne with Super Sons, who is very confident in what in his abilities. Like the juxtaposition of those two characters was great. The downside is it was so short lived that you never really got to enjoy Jonathan Kent's Superboy. Well, Maybe the tune animated into Superman world. and Lois, and you'll continue that story. Yeah, and you're right, <laughs> but. But the Jonathan Kent and the Jordan Kent are very different than Jonathan Kent from the books were. Yeah. Like he's a, he's, you take Jonathan Kent and you pull him apart into two people, and that was the Superman and Lois show. And it works. It works beautifully, and, it's, and it really is good. But that doesn't mean that, that – I don't, I don't agree that they should have – I don't want to say killed off Jonathan Kent, but they kind of did. Because he, they killed he, off the spirit of right, the character 100%. and replaced it with Superboy – Superman Jr. Yes, uh, yes, and because he, he, it's not even a Superboy, he literally is just trying to be Superman. A hundred percent. And then they, and then they found reasons to get rid of Superman. But I yeah. loved the idea of John, like when Jonathan would come out of the woodworks to protect his dad from things, and all of a sudden show powers and abilities he didn't know he had, and he didn't quite know how to control them in the middle of the fights. Like it, there was a really cool aspect of him that maybe Spider Man him. Yeah, a hundred percent. They Spider Man him, and they yeah. could have kept that going. But they, but Brian Michael Bendis ruined that. So maybe Legacy. there's a potential that these animated movies continue a story that should have never died off. There, there could, and this could be really, really good. The problem is, it's going to take a lot to get past that animation. Ah, uh, maybe. I, I think I could forgive it. I don't know why, because the past two, even with their newer animation style, were still animated looking. But the it, old ones were like, animated looking too. The animated, I mean, this what is what I'm saying. Like, they very, still look good. This is very, oh, I get you. So, you don't like the cell frame kind of CGI this, look? This is more than just cell frame. This CGI. It looks like Jet Set it Radio. Switches. Remember Jet Set Radio? I have no idea what that is. The rollerblading graffiti game on the, on the, on the <laughs> no. GameCube. I remember that. I remember Jet that. Set Radio? Yeah, yeah. Jet Set Radio was phenomenal. It's a great game, but the, the animation looks identical to that. But this also switches. Like, some scenes, it'll look cell shaded flat and then it looks like it's not like it bounces back and forth in between some of the same scenes it just i don't know was a little well a lot of video game a lot of video comic based video games do that like the ninja turtles comic based game has that same kind of animation mm -hmm. it's it's definitely a unique style that is prominent in video games you just don't see it in full-on animated movies it could it work maybe i don't know is it but is it like the potential is uh, there is it like the the uh the MTV version of Spider-Man? You remember that one? Yes. Oh, well, okay. not as much. It still looks like it's, yeah. <laughs> Mauer, the reason, for those listening and not watching, uh -oh. Mauer is, uh -oh. uh, is palming his face because Features 100% wasn't paying attention to what happened four minutes ago. <laughs> hey, Features. We had a whole conversation about that, and Features was on mic, in camera, and missed all of it. <laughs> That's the show that has Neil Patrick Harris and Lisa Liu. <laughs> Lisa Liu played MJ. I was shocked. Devin Sawa was Flash Thompson. <laughs> Ian Zierling was Harry uh, Henry Osborne. Michael Whatever. Clark Duncan was the kingpin. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? What's James Marsters played two different characters yeah. on it. Huh. I'm sorry, Mar. What's it? <laughs> so we're talking about video games, right? 
Well, not really. <laughs> the contrast. <laughs> video games. All right. Well, anyways, video games. Lisa we're Lope. talking about video Look, games. All that matters right now is Lisa Lope. <laughs> and you say, "I only hear what I hear want what to." I want to. Features. <laughs> That's features. She was singing about features. <laughs> so here I am doing everything I can, <laughs> holding on to what I am, <laughs> pretending I'm a Superman. <laughs> Now, I'm trying to keep the ground on my feet. <laughs> Seems all right. I'll stop. You I mean, get what I'm you, saying. Are you excited for this? Just con- forget the animation. Just just strictly on story. Are you excited for that? Oh yeah, because yeah, I think this was the first book you and I, in modern time, agreed on from the beginning that we both liked. Well, especially Superman, because everybody right. You know, I, people bitch about Superman books more than any other book because like, they don't get it. It's, it's it's incredible how he just for some reason that character cannot get away from any kind of scrutiny that other books are forgiven for all the time well and people don't realize the biggest part of his book is the headiness of it that at any point in any time he could demolish everything but the impact that would have on the people he's trying to protect is the reason why he holds back and that weight is on him 24 7 and now it's on his son who doesn't know how to control it and that's why that's like like you we laugh at the scene where he where he killed his cat but i thought that was all brilliant moment of teaching him about the value of his powers like yep him being mad led to the demise of his pet which could easily be a city being superman True. You know no, I mean? it's it's they did it very very well for what 12 issues i went on uh, a little longer than that but still 16 I think they it was. they they got rid of him quick with the dr oz story with the mr oz what did what did his dad go by mr oz mr oz, mr. oz. yeah dr oz is that jerk off running for <laughs> never mind <laughs> 16 issues in one annual yeah so i i, I hope this is correcting that mistake yeah, like, but only 12 of them were good they they should because they really should just keep this going. Don't let him age up. Don't let him. Don't do any of that. Let him be a kid for a while and let us enjoy that story of him. And that story can be told in a way that would attract younger viewers and older viewers. Kind of what they want to do with Ms. Marvel with that show, and they're not winning because they geared the show's production to such a young audience, at least in the beginning. This show could be more like Superman and Lois, or this movie, if they go on with more of them where you have the older viewers connected to the Superman character and the younger connect him. And it, it has the toy story effect of everybody just freaking loves it. No character deserves to be a father in comics more than Superman. Exactly. Mm. And it's the that best is... progression of his character of any character that's, that has had children. It is exactly where his character needs to be. Bro. The, the season finale of Superman Lois where you, it's basically him trying to save, he has no powers his family's at risk. Spoiler alert for anybody who. Oh isn't. yeah. So they they throw him into the sun to get his powers back, and then you just see super powered, angry Superman especially, coming just especially just sitting on the sun. Superman, like we yep. we know how that happens. Like they don't want. Well, that. and they they end everything with him releasing the solar flare. Oh oh, he uses his new ability. Cool. So to separate the two Earths from merging. He spins around, and I'm like, oh, no, they're not doing the, the turn-back-time thing. They did. They did. Uh, like, in my head, I'm like, please don't turn back I time. I the same way. He's going to throw, he's gonna, he's gonna throw <laughs> the giant fruit roll-up that's on his chest yeah. and cover somebody in the Superman logo. <laughs> no, he, was pick, he was picking up speed, and then just comes down and punches the Earth, and you see the solar flare happen, and it separates Bizarro's world and our world. Like, 
he was just super dope. He ran in. He's just saving everybody. And you see, like, it wasn't really, it was him trying to be a good father and save his family first. Like, he could have just separated the world, but no, he went and saved his friends and his family first and then went after the world. Um, you have to give it to the writers of that show where they are giving Superman, who in the comics, for a very short time, got that love of having a family the, before it got ripped and away. And you from know, him. it's, it's, it's a it's an interesting point about Jonathan Kent's comic counterpart because the reason that Jonathan Kent worked before and the reason why Jordan and Jonathan work in that show is that Superman is there to help them along the way. In the books, they were so keen on getting Superman out of the way so people would see Jonathan Kent as the new Superman that you lost the father-son relationship, which is what makes it special. Especially, exactly. I mean, to, to, to take the uh, the identity politics side of it, him being the gay Superman with his with his accepting father would be phenomenal. It would be so good. But they they wanted so much for you to see him as the Superman that they lost this beautiful portion of the story that could have been. Well, that is where the people running the show and steering the ship don't understand what they have. I don't think they even understood what Superman could be. They only saw what market research was showing them. Mm. And market research was like, Superman's an outdated character. People don't like him. We need fresh young blood. Go from here. Where they could have been like, wait, hold up. How can we tell the story that's going to get this group interested, keep this group, and still be core to the character? There's so and much, that's why... Dude, there's so much you could do with him. This like... show changes a lot about Superman. And we've gone over that, but the one thing they don't change is the core of Superman, which is all that matters with that character. Do you remember the? Do you remember we talked about this a while back when they when they did this the splash page of when he first kisses his boyfriend and everybody was I mean, there was people up in arms about it, people celebrating it. And we were like, well, it's kind of weird that you're not telling us anything about the story. You're just using that as the marketing. And Mauer, you said something that I love, which was, why don't you just tell us the story of how he saved his boyfriend? Like it has nothing yep. to do with the boyfriend. Just show him saving his boyfriend. What if the story was he saved his boyfriend and then kisses him on TV and Superman, people start getting up in arms about it, and Superman comes in and help and, and, and is there for his son in a moment where the world may not have been? Would've you know been what I mean? Great. It would have been beautiful. It would have been so well done, but the, you squandered it because you wanted, you wanted to get rid of the face of the, car- of the, of the company. Yep. And they wanted that live at six news channel reports superman's son gay on cover like yeah they they sacrificed the story for the shock value of it and it doesn't need to be you could do both and i don't even it's not even that shocking it could have been just a great story i would have been all about that story that story would have been that would have been amazing but no they they've ruined superman in recent years i don't know if they've ruined him because he's dead right now <laughs> he'll come back well it can't really be good if you're dead well that's what, that's what i mean is they didn't it's not like they it's not like they turned him into lightning bolts you know what i mean like it's not like it's not and, and i know listen eradicator red and blue were uh bad but unique. um but so it's not like Superman hasn't gone through through worse things than being dead. But him being there for his for his out of the closet son would have been incredible, incredible. I agree. And there's a whole generation it seems that doesn't understand the importance of Superman, his character, and what he means just for a reader to read him, because they only care about well, 
he's not this and he's not that and he doesn't struggle in this way and he doesn't struggle there because it's not written for a story uh for example for all seasons jeff Loeb, tim sale book which captured the essence of superman perfectly you know they don't write like that commonly anymore because they want that in the moment uh viral picture and all of that they don't care about this long-term story that we used to really care about well yeah and it's it, it's biting him in the ass did you see what happened with uh with miles no so miles the miles multiverse that's going on right now there's a miles wolverine there's there's all these different versions of miles well somebody thought it was a great idea to make a miles version of thor where asgard is like a hood and he's got spray paint all over mjolnir and whoo buddy did that not go over well <laughs> what a wow how did you think that was gonna win like who who is who is in charge of editing at marvel who saw the manuscript for this and was like yeah let's let's draw that like what? <laughs> graffiti on Mjolnir right off the bat. What a bad idea. I mean, I, well, I guess they saw the graffiti in the movie did well. And they thought that visual aesthetic, they could just copy and paste. Yeah. But, but how, but how superficial for you to be, you want to represent the black community. That's all they are. <laughs> That's every decision they make is superficial. The problem well, is, here, is sometimes it hits. I, I mean, I, I, I've, I feel as though that the Miles concept is going to jump the shark if they keep this up. Going to? Yeah, going to. I think, no, Miles 100% has a place. There are people who vehemently hate Miles, and I don't understand it. And, and he is he is 100% a Peter Parker clone, but he has earned his spot. It's not like there have not been good Miles stories. They're, they don't sell well. That's, no, I'm that's just saying he, sure, I think he's but... already jumped the shark. How? I just think he's, he's getting the Deadpool treatment where he's everywhere. That like everything, <laughs> like that. <laughs> not everything is jumping the shark for certain characters. Like Wolverine, he never jumped the shark. That that bitch was in every single team book. <laughs> I don't know. I think more than half of this team would say Wolverine jumped the shark. Who? Especially oh, this Gambit. Team. This team, especially, especially Gambit. Gambit. <laughs> <laughs> Wolverine's best story was a crossover be, story with Gambit. That's because Gambit wants to be on more teams, and nobody cares. <laughs> That's fine. He's a solo guy. There's a but reason moving on. He was never an Avenger, but you know, moving on. Or a Fantastic Four member. <laughs> the, the shitty team? The shitty Fantastic Four team? Are you kidding what? me? Hulk, Ghost Rider, Spider Man, and Wolverine was the shitty Fantastic no, I'm just Four saying team? Fantastic Four is shitty team. No, it's not. Boring. Jonathan moving Hickman. On oh, to, you're nuts. Moving on to Baby Huey. Screw Jonathan Hickman. He ruins everything. Huh. What? <laughs> He made the X-Men good again. What are you talking about? <laughs> wow. X-Men haven't been good since Claremont. Stop left. it. Uh, and then Krakoa was it. around. What are you talking about? Sir. Krakoa oh, wait, is wait, terrible. Are you, are you going to tell me the Joss Whedon X-Men wasn't good? That's astonishing, X-Men. I still That's was X-Men. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. You want to make your point so bad that you forgot your own history. <laughs> That's still a different... <laughs> That's a different line. Astonishing's its own There's thing. There's a line. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there That's were exciting. plenty of good X-Men writers since Claremont, and you know that as well. Not on the main story. You know that as well. Don't you dare. Don't Hickman you dare. Sucks. Baby Huey, what did you want to talk about? Wow. How do I follow this up? Um, <laughs> with words. <laughs> Toys. So, I'm taking my nap. <laughs> all right. Menti, take your nap. So... If I told you guys you can get a comic book and a and a small toy for ten bucks, would you go for it? 
How old am I? <laughs> that's a fair. That's a fair question. How Let's old just am say I? you're between the ages of five and fif- five and twelve. Yeah, hundred fifty-five. Yeah, hundred hundred percent. Five and twelve, no question. I'd buy that. All right, because okay. McFarlane Toys right now is releasing a line of what they call page punchers. You get a small three-inch figure, and you Stanley get a comic would book. be so proud. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and you get a comic book, and it's an an actual comic like the spite uh the superman one actually comes with uh superman rebirth number one and it's the yeah it's not like it's a shitty comic it's yeah. like one of the most popular comics of recent times and a good starting point for the uh, the action figure yeah, the batman comes with uh the starting point for a uh, long halloween like it's mm. coming with good issues and we're seeing people in like certain toy groups uh rip this apart because you're all spending too much time in combat sections. <laughs> <laughs> the people in the toy groups are generally older where this isn't really geared towards them. Now, what I've found, though, is, and, and yeah, Manti, I shouldn't be in these groups either, but in the comic <laughs> groups, I found that it's actually different, that like the people in those groups are actually like raving about these because of the comic that's included with it. Um, I noticed though there are a lot of different questions about that comic. Is it a reprint? Is it an original? Is it you know all this all this wonderful stuff? So. I had heard rumors that like it was only a handful of pages of the comic, but I opened mm-hmm. mine up to take a look. It's the full comic. So. Yeah. So here's the thing: they've done this before, and Marvel actually still was doing it up until recently, where you would get a comic with a little mini action figure, mm-hmm. and it was a little bit more than the comic book. And the figure wasn't the most detailed, but they're geared to get kids involved because what was worse than getting a comic where you really liked the character and then begging to go get an action figure to play with from that character? Like, I'm now just a huge fan of character X. Now mom has to go, first off, remember the name of character X, which you know how good parents were at remembering names of who you wanted. Mm -hmm. Go in the store, find it, and then buy it on a separate occasion and bring it back to you. This solves both things. You get the comic, you get to learn what the character is, you get a little figure, and then hopefully that sparks an interest for you to go buy more comics and more toys or just be a part of this world. But there are people getting groups together of sending letters to McFarlane and starting sending letters to uh, DC to stop this it's terrible. Don't waste the money on it. Well, what? Like a like, hundred people? No, no. Uh, the one has seven thousand signatures on it already. Yeah. Seven thousand signatures, but they're not—they're not actually being flooded with letters to, to McFarland well, Studios. You can it's assume not like those seven thousand people. Annoyed. <laughs> you can assume those seven thousand people because they do have a chain letter put together of how to instantly mail it, and now you can do it online. They've—they've they've done it before. Luckily, it's the Todd father, and he doesn't give a what anybody else thinks. Look, yeah, I, I love this world. I, I I love I love comic books. That makes I one love, of us. I I mean, I love the the creativity, the mythology. I love all of it. This is stupid. <laughs> this is stupid. Right. This and- is so stupid that you would spend your time to say, "Hey, you can't put out a comic book and a toy because I like other things you do." It's this is so dumb. This Here's is- <laughs> the list of the list of complaints that I compiled of the top five complaints. One, it's not the same size of other figure figures that are then get some GI Joes. Next, Which, moving on. Oh, the scale queens are so annoying. 
Yeah. Well, here's here's the and the here. licensing for that. Yo. You already have one company that can make that 3.75, and that's so why. this had to go to three inch. Correct. If they knew anything about business, they wouldn't be in their basements typing on these rooms and complaining about things. The second thing is, the paint applications look childish. It's a freaking two dollar toy for a little kid. It's supposed to be childish. It looks like what you would get out of like a Happy Meal box. You know what um, I mean? It's more in line with Baby Huey. It's not looking very good. Well, on here's that. the thing. Here's the thing. I it's remember like the old classic getting, Superman. I remember getting some Power Rangers from a from a Happy Meal box that stayed with me for all for for as long as I was using toys and playing with toys. They were they were fighting the the, the Mortal Kombat characters and the GI Joes <laughs> and all the tinier ones. Like that they they were a part of the, of the combat. Complaint three from the toy people. It's not a new comic book or an exclusive cover. Oh, come on. Complaint number four. Bro, with everything happening right now. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Complaint number four. Are you ready for this? No. <laughs> Why is it just the most popular characters they're doing? Why couldn't they do insert random wow. character X? Oh, I hate this so much. And I hate this, all of this. Complaint number five. Why does Todd ever make any toys? He doesn't do anything that we want. What? It's not, what? Wait, what? Huh? Why does Todd still make toys? He doesn't ever make anything we want. I'm Meaning sorry. he makes 37 different Batmans and not enough Green Lanterns, like stuff like that. That's because people or buy them, then buy a more. character on <laughs> one hard. page of two issues that they want so they complete that team. Mm -hmm. People like, act like money is not the backbone that, of all this. That's the thing. So if these page turners don't sell, guess what? He's not going to make any more. You know why right. we're getting an Obi Wan season two, even though the Star Wars universe doesn't need it? Money. That's <laughs> yeah. it. There's no other reason. People will continue to pay monthly for Disney Plus if they do that. That's it. No other so, reason. <laughs> if you are listening to this and you have a kid in your sphere of life that may be in the <laughs> comics, may not, go buy them, all four that are out right now. They are awesome comics. They're cool toys. And I want this line to be the most successful Todd McFarlane line of all time. Just to stick it to these people, and I hope there's a million other ones that come out and they do some cool shit with it. So the only thing I will, the only critique I will make, which I was telling Moscow before we start recording, is the packaging kind of sucks. It's a clamshell that doesn't yeah, but, say that doesn't stay open sealed. R right, but it's, it's not geared towards kids to open easily. He already talked about right. it. Right, but it's not saying sealed in store. The oh. problem is the comics are falling out and the toys are falling out as well. And the, they'll the, fix it. I'm sure uh, yeah, he will. Stolen. He will fix. That's my only critique with this with this line. And is, is it where they're not being? So, I don't think it's they're not staying close. I think somebody's going up and opening them. Oh, no, no, no. To I, look at the comic and then trying to put them back together. So no, no. So the Superman that I picked up, the dude was just putting the thing out, like opened it from the box, everything fell out. So the the clamshell is sealed also with tape. Mm. Right. So no. it's he, he that's just, what it should be. You know what that sounds like? He just needs to make it, it a little, like little bit dumb. tighter, like the rest of this. <laughs> yeah, it just needs another piece of tape. It's designed for a freaking kid to be able to open it easily. Yes, these aren't collectibles. Get off your high horses. This just, is ridiculous. It just needs to be sealed just a little. We're spending bit way too much time all. on right. this. <laughs> Moshko, wrap us up with your wonderful topic that you're going to speak for at nauseum. <laughs> I mean, we we could spend forever, but. All I have to say is we do have a new segment that we're going to do weekly, and it's going to be called Mauer's Top 5 Complaints. 
<laughs> that was phenomenal. <laughs> we only have an hour, Moscow. The, the, hold on. <laughs> Disclaimer. They were not my complaints. No, we just got to have. Were we just we're just gonna follow the same thing and just do you know the comment section with with Mr. Mauer, and that's just gonna be. <laughs> What's we're just gonna rip off that idea. Cook in the comments with Mr. Mauer. I love it. <laughs> Oh, watch out for the, all those I mean, clints. Look, if, if he wants to raise his blood pressure by doing it, let's go. <laughs> Tell me what the clints are saying. I got some blood pressure medicine for you, Mauer. Oh. <laughs> Woosah, mother. Woosah. All right. Yeah, uh, I, you know. Talk, Moscow, damn it. Well, here's the thing. I, I see where we're at right now, and I was thinking, oh, maybe we should just cut it. But we're not, because we are going to talk about the main reason why we're all here, and that's comic books, right? Yes. You're all supposed to just reply and no, say, well, "Yeah." Well, here, look, yeah. With, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Here, let's just be, let's be very honest. Let's just be very, very honest. When Ma Moshko floated this idea to us, because he was like, "You guys have recorded a lot of shows, and I've gotten some feedback that you haven't talked enough about comic books," and he's absolutely right. Absolutely right. When we talk about what news we want to talk about, we're all more excited to talk about Obi-Wan or the boys or whatever else. But that is an indication on how poor comics have been. That's not normal for us. We are usually super excited about the books. But tell me a book you're excited for. Well, well, there aren't any. Uh, but currently... <laughs> That's my point. That's my point. No, currently, I have to say, my Moon Knight run has been beeping phenomenal. Really? Pretty good. Pretty it's, good. I mean, it's goddamn good. And it's hitting on all the Moon Knight cylinders. And uh, I love it. And I want it to continue. Um, what's it about? Why, what's the tease? So, why, all right, why so here, I read it? Sell me on Moon Knight again, Mauer. So <laughs> here is a spoiler alert because I'm going to kind of take you through the first uh, couple storylines in it. Now, first thing, it has an overarching storyline like they did back in the day, but then every two or three issues is another mini story within it. So going back to basics there. Moon Knight is after the age of Khonshu where he took uh, his skill set kicked all the avengers ass stole their powers and brought egypt and Kanchu to new york Kanchu is now trapped in uh where the hell's thor from asgard asgard, asgard. <laughs> trapped in asgard Comes out next week and moon knight has the moon uh, the moon knight mission in new york where people come to see him kind of like heroes for hire now he has a new assistant because he no longer talks to anybody before because of everything that happened with Avengers. So he has a vampire assistant um, who he saved these vampires because they were uh, passengers of the night and people were trying to kill them, but they themselves were innocent. They only drank from blood banks and like they were actually just, That's we cool. got turned into vampires. That's a, that would be a really cool Blade Moon Knight story for the future. Like an MCU, well, that would be very cool. Well, you got introduced to Hunter's Moon, the other fist of Khonshu, who is a religious zealot, and it turns out that Moon Knight was supposed to go through a ceremony that gave him all of the memories of all the other Moon Knights, and brought him up to speed and gave him more power, which never happened. Huh. So this, uh, so is Hunter's that why he Moon... Never, he didn't have powers in the beginning? They haven't quite got into everything yet, but they're they're building towards it. So... There is a guy, Reese, or sorry, Terry, that's been helping him, and a new villain called Zodiac that is uh, in a suit with a like a Deadpool, black Deadpool looking mask and a chain on his neck. But it's a very 
planning puzzle type getting close to you just to screw with you type guy. Turns out Zodiac is really Terry who's been helping him. Almost kills Moon Knight. The vampire assistant goes to Hunter's Moon who hates her and wants to kill her because she's a vampire and therefore an enemy of the night. End up saving Moon Knight. They're all now friends because Hunter's Moon realizes maybe his zealotness is not correct. There is an in-between area. So Moon Knight's building this crew of people that need second chances. Oh, cool. Tigra is there. Now, why is she there? (laughs) Well, Tigra has a history with Moon Knight. They dated. um, It's a cool character you can throw in there that doesn't really have much impact. But Black Panther has her there to spy on Moon Knight. Mm. You have, from the comic that you like, Moon Knight is going to a psychiatrist. Well, the psychiatrist actually isn't the psychiatrist, ends up being Waxman put there by Zodiac to manipulate Moon Knight. Like, it's all these things that you've seen before in these little mini stories. The Moon Knight, uh, the Midnight Mission gets blown up. How do you resolve it? Well, one of the, uh, the issues, he goes against a shadow house. Have you guys ever heard of those in, like, Doctor Strange books? No. You know in horror movies, like, a house that's living and can change the walls and all that? Oh, like um, uh, Constantine's house. Yes. The House of Mysteries? Kind of like that. So Moon Knight gets stuck in there, and the way it lives is taking your, like, brain energy. Well, when it touched Moon Knight brain, the line is, like, it spit me out, vomited me out like I was poison (laughs) because his mind was so screwed up. But Moon Knight realizes that he doesn't have to kill everything. He can give things second chances. The house wasn't evil for pure evil. It just didn't have purpose. So he says, hey, (laughs) I won't kill you but I can give you a mission. So the, the shadow house now rebuilds the moon Knight mission. So now his mission is in a haunted house that protects him and the people in it. Like just all the supernatural stuff they're bringing in on ghosts and vampires and all at the same time as developing this new character that's smart and cunning and violent has been phenomenal. And now moon Knight has a team. You have an assassin that was made by Hydra, uh, that, ends up killing him but the reason why he was trying to kill him was because they had the same shrink hmm? but the shrink was dead and it was really wax man like it's a very complex story but the whole purpose yeah, you're losing me this is like the jeff lemire run you're, but you have to think of it it's each story is two ep- <laughs> two issues so it's just introducing you to his team two issues at a time so to get the assassin on there they go into a story about the uh the shrink and it turns out the shrink is killed and the assassin thinks that Moon Knight killed the shrink. But it turns out the shrink was put there to mess with Moon Knight. So they come together when they realize that Moon Knight didn't do it. So now he has that assassin on his team because it turns out the assassin was experimented on. He just wanted to get better. So Moon Knight has this epiphany like people need a second chance. I'm going to give them that. So his whole team is now a bunch of different people that have done wrong in their past but want to do good now. It's kind of cool, like if he creates his own Thunderbolts. It's kind of cool. And I kind of like that. I kind of like that idea. You can read two issues at a time and get a little story, and it's not this long, drawn out thing, mm-hmm. and you still get a payoff. One of the coolest things since they now have Hunter's Moon is when he was in the uh, what was it, the Devil Age or whatever the recent Devil's, Devil's Reign. Reign. So Moon Knight was off doing that. So they told a Moon Knight story with Hunter's Moon. Because there's another guy on the team, so it was just a story based around Hunter's Moon going out and and saving the day. And he was at the mission going, Moon Knight's indisposed right now. How can I help you? Like, 
it's a Heroes for Hire meets Midnight Suns meets Thunderbolts with Moon Knight at the center of it. And a little bit of Daredevil, because now that he's been saving everybody in this bad part of New York, he walks down the streets and they go, hey, Mr. Knight, anything we can do for you, we'll help you out. Like, he has the community mm. behind him, which that's interesting. for that's Moon Knight cool. is huge like because that. he's used to being hated. Yeah, it's unique. So That's cool. I like if, that. If you can like read a, any book right now, the first 12 or 13 issues of it are out, mm-hmm. and it is top-notch. One of the best Moon Knight stories I've ever read. Sounds like it. You're very excited by it, that's for sure. <laughs> it's a, it's... And it's not often I stay up to date on the comic. I was only going into this week and only two issues behind. Mm-hmm. I think I read the first four or five issues of it. Uh, it's good. Yeah, now that I know the payoff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I'll be. I'm into it. I'll try it. I'll try it. Where should I start? Start at issue one. Oh, so it's a brand new volume yeah. one. Brand new volume yeah. one. Um, it's the 2021 onward uh, run. Um, and it starts right after uh, the end of Age of Khonshu, and they. It's, that, it's the. I think I bought you that book. It's the one that has the the uh, the Eye of Ra. No. Burnt into the building. That Is was that the, the previous that run. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, still, but it's a good book. You get all the classic Moon Knight costumes in it. Um, you get to see, and I left a few things out where there's some new powers from Khonshu. Well, let, 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 let's let's you know we'll leave a little mystery <laughs> menti for you you know how you like the boogeyman them. story yes the boogeyman story is great he uh the hunter's moon story is him fighting a story huh oh that's cool that's cool All right, it's, that's abstract enough that i'll like it it's funny how i like that idea but then couldn't finish jeff lemire's run <laughs> <laughs> your abstractness got too abstract for me jeff lemire <laughs> um but it's it's phenomenal every Every comic I left going, damn it, I got to wait for another one. So that's why I I let two build up. I'm glad you found something. It's two issues at a time, three at tops. No, I didn't. In in preparation for the show, because it was something we want to start doing, I started looking through some books to read. And I I caught up on Obi-Wan, which teeters on being unnecessary. Like, you know how (laughs) everyone talks about the shows being unnecessary? This comic is 100%. It's not bad. If you really love Star Wars and you want to learn more about Obi-Wan, it's great. It's it's Obi-Wan gets stuck in a sandstorm on Tatooine and starts writing about different eras of his life and different lessons that he learned. So it starts with him as a youngling, and then it goes into him and Qui-Gon, and the next is going to be him and Cody uh, during Clone Wars. And it's just him writing a book, essentially, like Obi-Wan's stories. And he learns it's the, each comic is, in, is, a, is its own story. But like the second one had a werewolf in it. I was like, I don't know if a werewolf werewolves. in Star Wars. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if any werewolves in Star Wars. It wasn't really a werewolf, but they literally called it a wolf. And I'm like, you know what a wolf is on Tatooine? <laughs> like, <laughs> like wolves are just normal in the galaxy. That's we all know what a wolf is. Okay. Well, wolf was short for something. It was like Osto Wolfenstein. What? Wow. I think he just made that up. I made that up. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was okay. And then I read uh, DC uh, vs Vampires Killing. I didn't read the original DC vs. Vampires, but it just came out, and I was looking for Dark um, for uh, Dark Crisis, which actually comes out t- today for you guys. So it's available now or tomorrow, I think. Um, but regardless, that's what I wanted to read since it wasn't available. All right, Deceased was great. Let's try it. It's okay. It's okay. It's not. It's not Deceased. It's not bad though. It's fun. It's a Harley Quinn book. 
Um, it was clever enough. Jim Gordon plays a cool role. Uh, it's about Lex Luthor's blood and how it. Some I didn't read the original, so something about Lex Luthor's in his blood ke- kills vampires. So Harley Quinn is a crime lord in this new version of Gotham that's being controlled by vampires, and she's trying her best to just make money and be Harley Quinn. And then now she has to. Now she has the cure, and she has to. Doesn't want to, but has to save the world. Uh, okay. Cool enough, I guess. Meh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. That's none of the books, even Dark, even Dark Crisis. I'm, uh, I feel like you've jumped the shark with, with crises. <laughs> crises. Crises. The two, the, the crises is just too many crises. Crises yeah, um, and births than deaths. <laughs> I'm going to try and get cut back caught up because the Doctor Strange run recently was good. I'm about five issues behind on that. Ooh. Can, can what are you reading be more than just comics, or do we have to be comics? Could it be comic related? Because like that rise or that uh, that uh, new Star Wars book just came out. I didn't finish Brotherhood yet, uh, but the new Star Wars book that apparently ties in Luke to Ray's origin is apparently pretty good. People are pretty excited about how there's more to Luke and Ray than you actually know. Anything other than uh, Star Wars books? <laughs> there's one out every. <laughs> Other week, I mean, I could talk. We could talk about atomic habits, but I don't think you guys want to talk about self-help books. <laughs> Speaking of books, if you're a wrestling fan or even just a fan of good stories, John Moxley is narrating his uh, autobiography, if you call it that, and it is the greatest audiobook since World War Z. Ooh, that's a that's a ballsy thing to say. Wow, <laughs> World War Z is a World War Z is a different kind of audiobook. So. And this is completely off topic. You just got me thinking books. No way, really? (laughs) It's wrestling time. Yeah. (laughs) Mox is such an entertaining wrestler and has a no-holds-barred view on life as it is. (laughs) His book is just little stories. He didn't write it in a normal way. So it's just like, I remember this and it's out of order. But hearing him tell you the stories is, one, some of them are heartbreaking. But two, it's just that much cooler um, because of his wrestling promo prowess. I'm sure it's great, but if we're just going to go on tangents about any topic, are we done? <laughs> yeah. We are just about there. Nobody else read anything, We will right? continue Not with yet. this little, little segment. Because Punisher issue number four is going to be coming out in the next week or two, I will save what I'm reading right now, because uh, it, it's an interesting run so far i didn't read oh, issue oh, three doing, is it any yeah. good uh, it, it explains t- a little bit it okay. it kind of turns the origin on its on its head a little see that's how that's how bad comics but this are right isn't, now. Like, that's a big thing and i completely forgot about the whole new revamp yeah, of the but punisher this, I completely forgot this about origin that. i mean it, it completely makes sense and it, it when you really think about it i'm not going to say anything about it until yeah. we talk about issue four which will be one or two weeks from now uh, i have to say marvel the pendulum swung back to marvel side for a long time, DC was putting out better books. Um, but Well, the Star Wars books are still good. Like The one thing that Marvel has over DC is that their imprints outside of Marvel are like... I, I'm intrigued on Predator books. Like I would read a Predator book, would you? Yeah, probably not. No, you don't like the Predator? I love the Predator. I just If I'm picking up a comic book, there's certain things I like in movie form, certain things I like in comic book mm. form. No, that's fair. That's fair. I Did you that. like any of the Predator versus books? Like Predator versus Batman, Predator versus... No, because I want some action and scariness in, like I want the jump oh, scares from Batman. Predator. Predator Batman was good. Oh, you. Oh, I get it. I get it. You want the you you want the cinematic. Oh, yeah, I, I want that it. effect. Like I don't get that reading a comic book. Now I get that more reading a book because it's in my it's, head. Yeah. 
I get that. But for some reason, the comic medium for some of them just loses me. <laughs> Time to end the show. Well, for right. second, <laughs> so next week, we'll get you, I'll update you on Moon Knight, what? Black, White, and Red. Today, we talked about people in the comments section suck. What? Namor's <laughs> new like, costume sucks. What? Menti talks about something I wasn't paying attention about. What? Baby you, Huey's you talked a lot during it. Are you sure you weren't paying attention? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, I basically said everything sucks. So uh, today's issue sucked. Menti, <laughs> do that thing. <laughs> <laughs> or we could just keep it moist. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, you can find the show. I just unplug my headphones. You can find the show. Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's a welcome to Fireside of your social media choice. Unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. Once again. That's Menti, baby. Yeah, go do stuff that supports us. Anyway, I'm Menti. <laughs> I can't hear anybody. I don't. I, my headphones are literally unplugged. So, you know, take it away, guys. I'm going to hope you're saying something. I have been right. features. I'm Moscow. I'm Huey. And I'm Mr. Mauer, baby. And we are <laughs> the Fireside Crew. <laughs> <laughs> Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs>